Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now in the studio, local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, September 17th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for information on upcoming events, please go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can affect your money. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the two guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50. Or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now for the show lineup. Today, I'll be having a panel conversation with both of my guests, Lynn Herkes of Wow Success Team and Marcel Allen of Dreamosity. I'll also be having a conversation with Lynn business engineer, and a followed conversation with Marcel, the revenue ringlet, an influencer's guide to financial joy. Also, if you're watching my show on my Facebook premiere or YouTube channel, I would love to introduce my engineer over at Hubbard Radio, Benny. Hi, Tina. You look refreshed. Thank you so much. Coming back from uh, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. So missed everybody last week. Mm -hmm. And also I want to introduce my marketing director, Becky. Hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I want, I always like to give a shout out for both Benny and Becky because the show would not be here if not for everything that both of them do behind the scenes. So thank you again about a great big shout out to both of you. Great information and great guests in studio. For more information on any topic discussed, please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And as I do each week, this week, we'll go ahead and also start out with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. Tina Mitchell here with your money chat. The White House announced that the tentative railroad strike deal is in place, which is great news for supply chains and, and inflation. If this resolution was not to be reached, more than 100,000 railroad workers would have walked off the job and the estimated cost to the economy would have been $2 billion per day. The August Consumer Price Index CPI reported showed that overall inflation increased by 0.1%. And although that is a low figure, it is, it's larger than the negative 1% expected. Year-over-year -year inflation declined from 8.5% to 8.3%, but was expected to drop to 8.1%. The real story here is the core rate, which strips out food and energy prices. It increased by 0.6%, which was double the expected of 0.3% increase. 
As a result, the year-over-year core inflation remained increased from 5.9% to 6.3%, which was hotter than the 6.1% expected. Shelter rose by 0.7%, which is the highest increase since 1991. Rents rose 0.7% last month are now up 6.7% year-over-year, which is up from 6.3%. Owners equivalent rent, which tries to capture the rise in the home prices, but does a poor job, also rose 0.7% and is up 6.3% year over year, up from 5.8%. Looking at more of the internal, energy prices fell 5% from a month ago, bringing the annual gain to 24%. Gasoline prices fell 11% and are up 26% year over year. Food prices, which makes up 14% of the CPI, climbed 0.8% in August, bringing the year-to-year gain to 11.4%. Explosion in credit cards, a sign of inflation impacting consumer is credit card up 15% year over year, which is a record high. Credit card debt is growing at $33 billion per year, which is double the pace of a normal year. It clearly shows that people are relying on their credit cards to deal with the higher cost of inflation. As a result of the higher inflation, the Fed futures, which ties the the predicting what the Fed will do is now pricing on 80% chance of a 75 basis point hike and a 20% chance of a 100 basis point hike in September 21st meeting. It's almost a lock that the Fed is going to hike 75 basis point. The Fed also just released their plan for mortgage-backed security purchases for the next 30 days, and it's at zero. Based on the Fed's holdings, they receive principal payments when people pay their mortgage, refinance, or sell their home. And the last three months, the Fed allowed $17.5 billion in mortgage-backed securities to fall off their balance sheet each month, but then bought mortgage-backed securities with the excess that they received above that. Now, in September, the Fed is reducing their balance sheet of mortgage-backed securities by 30 billion and based on the amount that they're receiving they are not purchasing any additional as they do not have more than 30 billion that they're currently receiving now it's important to note however that they are not selling any of the mortgage-backed securities holdings how will this impact mortgage bonds and mortgage interest rates well it's going to be a bit of a balancing act because while the fed is no longer buying and allowing their balance sheet to run off there is a lot less supply in mortgage-backed securities coming to the market because of the volumes being down. How long will the bonds slide? Well, mortgage bonds have broken beneath the falling channel that they have been since the beginning of August. After opening beneath the bottom line of the channel, bonds have regained some of their losses and are now testing at the level. If they go back or above the trend line, there is room for some intern gains. If they are rejected, they are likely retested that floor amount. So we'll have to see what's going to happen with mortgage bonds and how that's going to affect mortgage interest rates. Tina Mitchell here, and that is your money chat. Coming up next in the Money Hour panel conversation with my two guests, Lynn Herkes of Wow Success Team and Marcel Allen of Dreamosity right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Are you tired of feeling unsure about what the numbers are? Are you a multi-passionate entrepreneur, 
annoyed with being put into a box? Are you influential in some circles, yet you want to contribute in a bolder way? Marcel Allen, author of Financial Joy, loves encouraging people to take strategic action on social media. For 15 years, Marcel has supported people to become dynamic marketers and to be confident in knowing the data behind their dreams. Whether you want to get your first 1,000 fans or 100,000, Marcel has strategies and frameworks that will empower you to show up in a way that serves many communities. Visit dreamosity.com. That's dreamosity.com. Or give Marcel a call at 360-420-9966. That's 360-420-9966. Dreamosity. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday 17th, September 17th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on my upcoming events, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. It is a great day to talk about money, and that is what the show is all about, how to make money save money so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or more importantly, to connect you with the two guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now on my show, I'm excited to have a panel conversation with both of my guests, Lynn Herkes of WOW Success Team and Marcel Allen of Dreamosity right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome to both of you to the show. Hey, thank you. Yeah, and both of you are returning guests. So excited that you uh, share your wealth of information with my listeners and excited to have our panel conversations so uh, my listeners can get to know a little bit more about both of you before I have my individual interviews with you. And before we get started, I would like to do a little introduction and read a bio for both of you. First for Lynn of WOW Success Team is a business engineer, website developer, and marketing strategist who works with sole entrepreneurs and small business owners to develop holistic engineered solutions to elevate their problems and alleviate, we don't want to elevate their problems, alleviate (laughs) their problems and challenges with their business performance and growth. With a BSME MSBM and MSBPM, 34 years experience and four self-created bootstrap businesses of her own. Liv Lynn loves putting the pieces of your small businesses together so they fit perfectly. Whether you just need a little help prioritizing or you need an entire business strategy of implementation, Lynn has intuitive easy to understand, and enlightening methods and skills to get your business back on path to success. And then a little bit about Marcel. 
Marcel supports business owners in understanding the pattern of their sales system, marketing efforts, and financial results with a circular diagram. She wants you to get curious and confident about your financial situation while levering, leveraging social media to grow your business. Marcel is a numbers nerd, and her nickname is Hallmark. She helps clients with marketing, advertising, and is a creative force behind consulting agency Dreamosity. Over the years, her message has been shared in New York Times, King Five, and multiple times right here on my show. Her new book is called Financial Joy, Know the Data Behind Your Dreams, and her recent program is Revenue ringlet. Again, welcome to both of you uh, to the show. And the first question I always ask in my panel conversation is what life experience brought you into your line of work? Lynn, how about for you? For me, I was working at a luxury property management company in Hawaii because I injured my shoulders and I was working as an admin with all these skills. And I started helping the little mom and pop vendors that were employed at the luxury resort where all the homes were and I helped, started helping them growing their businesses. And I loved it. So that's why I started mine. Yeah, isn't it great? You're behind the scenes in a supportive role, helping with the administration and then the excitement of moving forward to the front role and the owner of the business and bringing all of those skills uh, into your own business. Uh, very exciting how that all uh, transformed for you, Lynn. Uh, Marcel, what about you? What life experience brought you in to your line of work? Yeah, so people and photography, I would say. One of my earliest clients was a photographer, and I, similar to Lynn, behind the scenes, I was helping her organize all her photography, and we were creating blog posts, right? So I was helping her organize and optimize her body of work before the internet was really a thing, but she was a quick mover with the internet, and I got to help learn a ton about the internet through that project, and her photography was amazing, and it just inspired me to be of service and to help, you know, with beautiful projects ever since. Yeah, and so both of you kind of have similar stories, um, and I love, Marcel, how you have your first person that you really supported at a high level uh, and was your inspiration to open uh, your business. So that is great. And then Lynn, what one popular entrepreneur advice do you disagree with and why? Or what is one popular advice that you've implemented and why it helped you in your business? So I, I, the popular advice is to get a coach and I implement it. You're one of them. <laughs> it helped me triple my business in six months. Wow. So I highly recommend it. Oh, thank you so much, Lynn. Yeah, but we all need coaches. Uh, the best of the best in everything. Have somebody to hold them accountable and also have somebody to think outside of the box from out from the outside of their business versus being inside of the business. And thank you for the shout out for my coaching program. If you're listening to the show, it's part of my community outreach platform, which means it's complimentary. And you can go to tinamitchellevents.com and you can get information on my time management and business efficiency and coaching, as well as a whole separate platform, which is my personal mastery coaching. So uh, Marcel, what one popular entrepreneurial advice do you disagree with and why, or what one popular advice have you implemented and you agree with and why? Excellent question. So there's this phrase that consistency is king, 
And I often joke, but what if you're consistently boring, confusing, or ineffective, right? <laughs> so consistency is important, but I wouldn't give it the king's crown necessarily. I think it's really important that people stay remarkable and do great things with whatever service they have. So consistency is a player, but I don't think it's king. I so agree with that because we don't want to get stuck in the same place that we're at. So consistency of what's working and mm. then looking at what's not working that you're consistently doing that you can level up and make a change. So I love that, Marcel. Uh, Lynn, can you share a success story with one of your clients? Yes, I actually am very proud to share a success story. Um, with a coaching client that I just had, who was just rocking it, but was getting overwhelmed. So she's become very popular. And she came to me recommended by her coach. And she was overwhelmed. Her priorities were all out of whack. She was working way too much. And she didn't know what to do because her marketing wasn't working. Her CRM wasn't working. Her project manager wasn't working. And her VA quit. So... <laughs> We took all of those pieces, took a deep dive into her business, figured out what the best fix for her CRM would be, actually took project management away from her because that wasn't her thing. She was good at something else. We gave that to a team. I helped the team and her learn how to communicate and then they could manage her projects. We fixed up her website. We connected her marketing properly, connected it all to the CRM, and she's flying She's just kicking it. Oh, that is such a great success story. And yeah, whether you are challenged trying to get business or you have new challenges because you have the business, it's navigating uh, through that process and hiring somebody that can help you through those systems to be able to maximize how the systems are functioning and minimizing the work that you're putting into your business so you can be working on it instead of in it. Correct, Lynn? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And Marcel, uh, what about you? What's a success story that you can share from one of your clients? Yeah. So I'll actually share the story of LaughTech. So technically LaughTech's a client, but it's also, uh, I co-own LaughTech. So it's a win-win it's in multiple ways. But the founder came to me initially with an idea, a dream. And I, I support dreamers primarily, people with a big dream, not people who just want to make more money necessarily. Anyways, he didn't know how to take all these ideas in his head and make them into programs, curriculum, get them on TV, get them on podcasts. Um, now we're training people all across the state and, you know, like, the, the programs over the last five or six years have continued to develop and grow and be innovative in the marketplace. And I'm just really proud of that because again, it started as an idea and now it's off and moving and we're still there. And I just, I think it's phenomenal and it's a ton of fun. And I just know that humor heals and had he not had that dream and had I not taken it seriously, it would have never happened. So I'm, I'm just really proud of that, the Laugh Tech story. Oh, that's so great. And, and what a great balance uh, for the service that you provide Marcel to bring in the humor and yeah. bring in, I just literally got goosebumps and bringing in the emotional side, which is the dream side mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause you have to have fun and you have to yeah. laugh at yourself, but you also have to get emotional and into those warm and fuzzy spaces that gives you the goosebumps, which mm -hmm. just sharing that um, and, re, you know, commenting back is where the goosebumps came from. So humor is an area I definitely can work on. So it's a nice and a gift to have both of those. So yeah. And Lynn, if you could offer a first-time entrepreneur only one piece of advice, what would that be? Well, 
I think that they need to um, consider a holistic approach to what they're doing. So not just jump on the first shiny object or the first recommend, recommendation from a friend or a business partner, or that they need to actually get a hold of someone who can help them work out all of the different pieces of their business so that they understand how they all work together. We've all failed in that part, I think, a little bit because we choose a path and one thing and then we realize that it has more. We have to look at the whole picture. And I think that's really something that's happening in, um, in business right now. People are choosing little pieces and then they're broken and they're not working. So that would be my recommendation. Great recommendation. It's taking the hard road, which is taking the time to do the research up front to make sure that you have the best system and it's making the investment to bring somebody into the team like yourself that can help structure and understand what that best system is going to be. So you don't have to take that hard road to figure it out on yourself. And yeah, the, the next best shiny thing is not the best next best shiny thing. Stick with the decision that you make as long as it was the best decision up front, and that takes time and it takes help. Uh, Marcel, what about you? If you could offer a first-time entrepreneur only one piece of advice, what would that be? I would say to know the data behind your dreams and that financial joy is possible. Uh, and that was short and sweet. sweet. And that is know the, the data behind your dreams because just saying that, those two don't naturally go together. You're either most of the time a data person or you're the dream person. And again, kind of a balance bringing into what you have to offer the human and the, the humor and the emotional side and the data and the dream kind of a unique uh, balance to have for sure. Well, I enjoyed my panel conversation with both of you. Again, it's a great opportunity for my listeners to get to know a little bit more about both of you together before we go into our individual interviews. And coming up next on the Money Hour, business engineer Lynn Herkes of WOW Success Team right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Are you a small business owner feeling the stress, pressure, and time constraints of growing your business? Are you having trouble finding time for everything? Lynn Herkes of the WOW Success Team Help small businesses just like yours prioritize, organize, optimize, automate, and find the right people so you can grow your business without all the stress and frustration. Lynn has the training, experience, and track record to provide customized engineered solutions for all your business challenges. Want less stress growing your business? Email her at lynn at wowsuccessteam.com. That's lynn at wowsuccessteam.com and she'll set up a complimentary discovery call just for you. That's Lynn Herkes of the WOW Success Team. Organic, free-range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, September 17th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on my upcoming events, please visit 
tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and your local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I'm here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or to connect you with the two guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50, or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And now in studio, Lynn Herkes of WOW Success Team, business engineer right here at 1150 AM KKNW. And I was trying to give that business when <laughs> appropriate to how it's spelled out um, in your introduction today. Thank you again for being here with my listeners. Thank you for having me. On that note, can you explain what business engineering is? Well, I don't have a short explanation, but basically I am an engineer. I'm degreed, practiced, and all that. And I was trying to be a consultant and actually think I was better off going back to my engineering. So I've taken my engineering and my project management and business management skills, and I've honed my consult consultation business to work on projects in an engineering aspect. So I actually fix things that are broken or create things that work better, whether that has to do with software or just teaching you how to use the things that you have or find you the right people and training you how to use them. Yeah, and we've uh, talked in the panel conversation about a great balance in your individual businesses, and it is very unique and very special to have an actual engineer, degree Mm -hmm. engineer, come in and be the front of the business and the person that you're actually talking with that's consulting and coaching you through your system. So very excited that you brought those two together and are having so much success in your business, Lynn. And that's why I like to continue to bring you back into studio to showcase what you do with my listeners. So Lynn, how do you help small businesses? So I like to take people who have started, but they're growing, um, the perfect case would be a solopreneur who's gotten to the point where they need more. They've grown so much that they're a little overwhelmed and they're trying to take on more clients or or more help. And they just don't know how to do it because a lot of solopreneurs don't know how to do it. They've not necessarily had employees before or had applications. And then I help them put those applications, software, all the pieces of their marketing and their business, their operations, And I help them find the right people to help them grow. Yeah, because if you don't have an assistant, you are your assistant. If you don't have a marketing director, you are your marketing director. And if you don't have someone in behind the scenes that can help engineer the perfect system, you're trying to figure out all on your own. And I'm here to tell you right now, you can't be successful and do it all on your own. Or if you are an outlier and you actually are a leader in your space and you're on your own, you have no quality of life. And this show is really about being the best of the best at what you do and living the best life at the same time by hiring people to come in and help you accomplish that. So Lynn, how did you decide to pivot your business engineering from consulting? We talked a little bit in our our panel conversation, but can you expand on that? 
Yes. So I met up with you and I met up with another lady who is amazing and realized that my strength wasn't in, um, my strength is in puzzle solving, in problem solving, and I just need to embrace it and not, and, and then like you always say, hire out your, hire out your weaknesses, do your strengths. And I was convinced of my strengths, even though I knew what they were, they were buried. So I finally said, no, I'm going to do what I'm good at. And I'm going to try to hire out and come up with a balance. And that's what made me decide to pivot. I was doing it all myself for eight years and that was not working at all. <laughs> and it's great when you, when, and thank you again for the shout out land and getting a chance to um, spend quality time with you uh, through my program and the inspiration that you have been for me as well in my business, just being around you. And again, uh, showcasing your business and uh, hearing everything that you have an advice for your, uh, for your clients. And it's great when you've gone through your own struggles, because through your own struggles or through your own realization of what you should be doing, then you can really educate and help people find that out for themselves. And so a, another gift that you bring in uh, to your business for sure. So Lynn, what is the coolest part about what you do? And why do you always have a smile on your face? And I know you love what you're doing now that you're in this space. So there, what's the coolest thing about it? Uh, the coolest thing for me is when someone says, I just can't figure out how to do this and I'm so frustrated and I don't want to be spending time on this. And I, and I come up with the solution and they're like, Oh, oh Lynn, you just went on mute. I love it I'm when sorry. we accidentally hit ourselves. On the <laughs> <laughs> so you're producer slash engineer. Just I, the magic happen. I thought she was beeping herself. She was going to say something horrific. I'm like, Whoa, she got herself. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. oh, that's funny. No, so when somebody so when I, you naturally come in, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, when I when I find the solution and I think they find out that the solution is so easy, they just I just love the look on their face. I love the look on their face. So if you're listening to the show right now and you're racking your brain and something <laughs> has you stuck, that means you need to bring somebody in that's gifted in that area and naturally just have a solution because they've already figured that piece out. So um, yeah, that would definitely be the coolest part of your business. I can understand that. So Lynn, why do small businesses need a business engineer? Well, I think because there are so many shiny objects that they pick something two or three things and then they don't understand why those two or three things aren't either making them more efficient or bringing in a better ROI and it's because not everybody has that ability in the in the background to do what they're good at for their business and figure out that puzzle so that's what I that's what I'm good at and that's what I like to help people do so that then they can move on and they can have that successful business yeah, they can do what they they love to do. And not only um, knowing exactly what system that they need, but also you help your clients with understanding how to utilize that system for their business, because that CRM or um, the, I like to call it an opportunity manager or your system manager, it's going to work differently. And the functionality of that is going to be utilized differently, depending on your business and what you're trying to accomplish with your business. Correct, Lynn? Yes. 
And yes. so again, having somebody from the outside that has an engineer background and can just magically figure that out in a very short period of time uh, takes a lot of stress off of you. So again, you can go out and focus on building the business and having the quality of life that you want. Mm-hmm. So Lynn, what is the most important part of what you offer to businesses? I, uh, I think the value, because I don't think, I really don't think that people realize that, the, that those, those things can all be connected and solved. I think the value of just having someone do it for you and not, you know, raking you over the coals with the price <laughs> to get it connected um, is, is usually, that's usually what people tell me when, when they're happy with the, what I do is they say, oh my gosh, this value for what you're you're doing is amazing. So yeah. And you use the word connected because what you're doing is you're helping them connect those dots. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So Lynn, how does your, um, how does a business know if they need your help? So usually I think the first thing is if they're struggling at all with time or they're struggling at all, pulling their hair out with tech, or if they're struggling with people, like people who are working for them, VAs, then just come talk to me. I, I give a free uh, complimentary um, consultation where I dig deep and find out what your problems are. And usually there's a solution for all of them. Yeah. So that's usually how I can tell. If they need help. So if you're listening uh, to the show right now, I would give you a challenge. Just have a notepad next to you. Uh, during your working hours. And every time that you feel emotional stress, just take a second and make a note of what you're doing right there in that moment, move on, go back to your business. And at the end of the day, take a, a look and calculate those things that you're doing. And then that's where you know that you need help to come in and step uh, step in because I believe that uh, each business owner, every business uh, needs somebody to step in and fill the gaps somewhere and multiple somewheres, right, Lynn? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, do you work in person with your clients virtually or both? Both. I do both. So you'll meet your clients uh, wherever their needs are? Yes, I do. Yeah. And it's really great with uh, the virtual. And I think virtual is actually more efficient as a time management business efficiency coach in what you're doing, because you're actually getting into systems. Uh, Maybe something more like for myself as a mortgage consulting, talking to people about mortgages, a lot of my clients uh, obviously take advantage of virtual versus in person. Uh, But in person might be more connecting to the message for them, whereas you doing the screen share and really getting into their tools. I would think virtual is going to be more efficient for a business owner. And you work all over, literally all over the world, Jess. Yes. Yeah. And I do, I do usually find that after the first or second meeting, even if it's, even if they really want it in person, they usually just go, oh no, just go do whatever you do. And yeah, (laughs) virtual is (laughs) fine. Yeah. You have that connection and build the confidence and then it's like, we're good. Yeah. Good to go from there. So uh, Lynn, what do you feel are the biggest challenges for today's small business owners? I shiny object syndrome. There are so many things that you can sign up for everything from CRM to marketing to ads to 
websites. There's just so much out there. It's like going to, to a new car lot. <laughs> and they're all across the street from each other. And you're like, which one? That? And there's no way of knowing unless you do your research or you come across someone who's going to give you an overview of what the different ones offer you. Yeah. You have to do your research on your own. And I'd like to offer everybody the research so that they can make the good decisions. Yeah. And then make sure when you're engaging in that process uh, with Lynn that you, you know, you look on your calendar and what you really have time to implement into your business and work on implementing one thing at a time. It doesn't mean that you're going to complete your CRM and the functionalities of how you're going to utilize that before you move to making adjustments to your website or something else, but you're only working on one of those at a time before you move over and then move back to another one. And, you know, really your calendar says what you can and what you have time to do. Um, and just know that those, you know, like Lynn said, not shining up for all those uh, shiny items and not signing up for too many at one time, just engage and, and follow the expert uh, and where someone like Lynn can lead you in what you need for your business, what's most important and what's most urgent now, what's going to maximize uh, your revenue and minimize the, res the effort for you and the team that supports you. And if you missed, as I was talking with Lynn today, uh, she also helps in coordinating and how to embrace your strengths and hire out your weaknesses. Where do you put those weaknesses and where do you find those resources uh, for that? So again, uh, Lynn is really a true engineer at spirit, heart, and expertise and brings it into her business so that she, she can really help you set up a system that's going to be most efficient and one timing, right? Yes. And thank you again so much for coming back into studio, uh, taking your precious time to share with my listeners. And as always, I look forward to having you back again and sharing more on everything that you do with your business. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Tina, for everything. Coming up next to the money hour, the revenue ringlet an influencer's guide to finding joy. Marcel Allen of Dreamosity, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Time is funny. Sometimes it seems fast, another time slow. When it comes to time slots remaining on Alternative Talk 1150, time is running out. In fact, there are just a few primetime slots available. So if you want to host your own radio program, the time to call 425-653-1150 is right now. Nope, no time for excuses. Dial 425-653-1150 to find out how affordable it can be to host a radio show. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM, KKNW, the Saturday, September 17th show. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. And for addition information on events that I host, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I bring into studio each week the best of the best experts 
in our local market on everything regarding your money. And now in studio, very excited to showcase and share Marcel Allen of Dreamosity, the revenue ringlet and influencer's guide to financial joy right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Welcome back to the, the show, Marcel. Hey, thanks, Tina. It's, it's an honor to be here. Yeah, thank you. So to start out uh, my conversation with you this afternoon, we'd love to ask you, what mistakes do you see marketers making? Great question. So think about this. Peter Pete Carroll of the Seahawks, you know, could he easily win a football game if he only knew the score in the last two minutes of the game? What would he do? I see marketers all the time and they don't take score until the end of the year. And I really want to encourage people to be looking at those profit and loss statements within a few weeks after every month. So they know if all their activities they did marketing online or on billboards or on radio or whatever it may be, were those effective strategies? And was that style of spending keeping them at their goal or was it kind of taking them off the goal? So for me, being a poor decision maker with money does not mean a social media platform isn't worth the investment. So people are often blaming Facebook when maybe they just didn't really pay attention. <laughs> so yeah. I want people to pay attention. And if you're waiting to the end of the year and looking at it one time, probably it's because you don't want to look at it and you're continuing to procrastinate through the process. So why not uh, work with somebody that is a numbers nerd, as is listed in the introduction that I gave for you, uh, Marcel, that you provided for me, but also um, because you love numbers. So you love to help analyze that. And then again, help bring those into a strategy that is going to maximize those dollars, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So Marcel, in financial joy, you wrote about a daily impact goal. How does that work regarding social media? Excellent. So it's a simple goal of impact. You know, sometimes people say, well, I want to help people. And I'm like, how many people do you want to help Two, twenty, two hundred, two thousand? 200, 2000. And, you know, before we were talking about being remarkable, being versus being consistent. And I'm not saying you have to be on stage in front of thousands of people every day. That's not possible to maintain for any of us. But occasionally we need to go beyond our comfort zone of talking to the same 10, 20 people. And how do we get, you know, I don't know, on a radio station or a big stage or a podcast somewhere where we can have a chance to help potentially thousands. And if we don't have a daily impact goal, it's hard to really grow. And so I encourage people to have a daily impact goal. Yeah, I once asked a, a business owner, how many people do you want to touch with the product you have to offer? And immediately she said a million with a big smile and she sat up nice and tall. And as quickly as she sat up, she shrunk down and she says, there's no possible way I can reach a million people. And I says, when you reach one person and you share the gift that you have with your product, yeah. are they talking about that? And immediately she sat up and she says, I want to reach a billion people. Oh so, God, you know, it's, yeah, it's really, and that's what you do, Marcel, is you help people get their message out mm -hmm. there to massive people through uh, social media and understanding uh, how to manage their business and those numbers. So mm -hmm. Marcel, what is data art? Okay, data art. So- Speaking of how to help a million people real quick, I actually helped a client once with Facebook advertising. We reached a million people, about 10,000 people clicked, a thousand went through the funnel. And then at the result, there was a $40,000 a month, right? So that was an example of how reaching and to, to pay, to reach a million dollars or to reach a million people does not cost a million dollars, but it does, it costs something. Um, and data art would show that story in a beautiful picture. 
or kind of a scribble even if you will. But data art in general, it's a creative practice to inspire reflection analysis and appreciation of our progress, right? It's taking logical information and reshaping it with artistic presentation. So all those people who love to scrapbook, paint, doodle, draw, get out the coloring books, this is a way to make that business numbers a little bit more enjoyable to digest and understand. Yeah, when I first met you, I went to one of your <laughs> workshops uh, way before COVID and we were in person and I shared um, uh, the balance that you have with um, the analytical and the numbers and, and the dream side, but also the, um, the numbers and the uh, creativity side of it and the way you bring everything together was just a real pleasure to be a part of that, uh, Marcel. So you mapped out 20 types of revenue in the revenue ringlet. Why did you do this? So I did this because we're often listening to advice from people who never made money in the way that we're trying to make money. And that's very, it's like trying to learn golf from a football star or learning copywriting from a photographer. Like sometimes it just, it's not going to mix. So the 20 types of revenue, it also allows for um, a variety of beautiful colors and patterns when it comes to making data art, right? So people who have multiple gigs or a side hustle, it's going to have a different picture than one person with the, the same job, you know, year in, year out. Uh, and so the person making money with real estate would have a very different patterns than somebody who is selling courses all around the country, right? Compared to somebody who's doing a massage service, right? So to me, there's just different rhythms in the sales. And I believe that if we can make it more fun to look at, it would be really helpful. And I also want people who are starting over or if they get stuck, they need to see this buffet of options. You know, we've got a mental illness crisis in our country right now and people get stuck. And I'm like, there are so many ways to do good in the world. Like, how can you get stuck when there's over 20 ways? And I mean, there's even more than that. But if you were to bucket them down, and make a pretty color palette. There's a lot of ways we can do good. And I really wanted to inspire this. Hey, that's possible. They just need to be learning from somebody that's done that. Because when we learn often from folks who haven't made money in what we're doing, it's hard to be innovative and, and to branch out, right? Like there was nobody to learn from regarding a humor education company before it was there, but it was, I knew enough about selling courses and public speaking to, you know, to do some good. So it's just a fun way to look at it. <laughs> and we have Marcel, she's a numbers gal a creativity yeah. gal, oh, yeah. a humor gal, and a dreamer. Yes. That's a powerhouse, Thank right? You. Yeah. So Marcel, what are some of the benefits of trying uh, data art? So the biggest one I would say is awareness, but it's fun. It's a form of self-care that helps us choose. So not just like, you know, a bath, but it helps us make decisions. Um, it's relaxing and then it can shift conversations with our advisors. So if we have a different picture to, to take to somebody like Lynn or like Tina, we could come to them with a different story versus just words. If we can show them, here's what I've been doing for the last six months. Can you help me better understand it? To me, um, that creativity can help people um, empower us more strategically. Yeah, and that's another thing that, oh, go ahead, Marcel. I was just going to say, and also it helps us more confident with decision-making around money versus depending on a spouse, an advisor, you know, because we should have some some confidence with those, those big decisions because there's a lot of them in business. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned story, and it's another thing I want to shout out if you're listening to the uh, show today. When you're doing any uh, wish strategy, it's important that you have both the facts and the data 
for the logical side of the brain mm -hmm. and you have the story for the emotional and the creativity side of the brain. So when you can bring both of those into um, how you're looking at your business, how you're marketing your business through your social media, that's when you can really um, attract both what we all have, a left and a right-hand side of the brain, right? Mm -hmm. So Marcel, how could a salesperson benefit from data art? Making rejection pretty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's good. How do you make rejection pretty? Well, and, and, and depending on the, the type of mark you would make, it's literally, it's honoring your effort, right? So whether that's a cold call or a Facebook at bat or a video at bat or whatever, you're making your attempts noticeable. And I think over time, it's really, really important to honor all the good that we've done. And it also helps us understand our own patterns and our sales territory, because understanding our sales territory is going to help us focus our activity when it comes to networking online or off. Yeah. And you'd mentioned earlier in our conversation um, about the, the results from uh, social media and blaming Facebook that you're not getting the results that you want. There's minor adjustments. Would that be a correct statement, Marcel, that there's where somebody like you, an expert can come in and make minor adjustments to how that marketing is being put out there in order to completely change the results? Would that be an accurate, accurate statement. Yeah, and exactly. Because oftentimes with social media, we'll do a lot of posting, but we forget right. to have conversations and conversations are where the sales will likely take place. And so people often think social media will replace that talking to people and we still need to talk to people, right? So yeah. the data art, you can actually see the visuals of like, well, did I have seven conversations today or 20 or two? Yeah, that's going to change. You know, the patterns are going to change week to week. Absolutely. So what is influence opacity? Yeah. So opacity is a graphic design term, but influence opacity is this idea. And you know it, Tina, like we all do that when we walk into, sometimes when we walk into a room, it's like cheers, boom, everybody knows our name and it feels like, you know, Christmas or something wonderful. It feels good. So you would have a saturated opacity in this example from a visual perspective, but say you walk into a conference center and you maybe know two people there, right? You don't know a lot of people. Nobody really knows you. And so the visual would have a much lighter, more transparent or pale opacity. So when I'm looking at creating a visual for a sales territory, I might have say 10, 10 visuals on the grid. And some of the opacities are dark, like a dark, rich, navy blue, and some are like a soft baby blue because we're not really well known yet. So getting your name known in some circles, it's going to take a different marketing approach, a different amount of whether it's podcasts or videos, or maybe you collaborate with that collaborator or the, you know, the event or group owner. And so influence opacity, it's one way. It also keeps our ego in check because <laughs> yeah. I think as like thought leaders and authors and bloggers, there's a good chance where we're like, man, I feel like everybody should know this. But in reality, like there's some community in Ohio that we've never heard of you. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, and they yeah. need you. And so it gives you, it always gives you someplace to go and, and to give and to share and hopefully find an opportunity to serve and, and sell at a higher level. Yeah, there is a lot of different ways in the journey, uh, the road trip of marketing success. 
but there's one way that's going to get you there much quicker. And that's what Marcel can really bring in for your business to help you navigate and to find that best way to maximize uh, your marketing dollars and your marketing results uh, within social media. So when it comes to communicating, do you prefer an improv approach or a scripted approach? So I love both and I often measure. I'm how glad you I said that. Yeah, <laughs> I measure I measure both too, because sometimes I'm like, man, this really perfectly scripted appointment will do great. And sometimes the improv, you know, meeting at a art show will do great too. And so I think it's important to honor both that you can have some pre-planned words and then you can also just passionately speak from what you're, you know, working toward and they can both be very effective. That's why I wanted to share that. <laughs> well, this is a perfect example of the show. I mean, there are very specific words that are and designed in the format of the show, but what we're doing right now is the improv part of it. I have no idea what you're going to, what your answer is going to be. And it allows us to have that conversation. So I'm glad you said that because I try to bring that in and the balance of improv. Um, and absolutely uh, there's parts that have to be scripted so that you're staying on task and you're staying on time. Mm -hmm. So uh, Marcel, can you, can anyone influence decision-making yeah. So as you look at your body of work, I believe that people who have cleverly crafted content, it's one of the best ways to help people decide, right? So depending on our sales process or sales funnel, whatever you want to call it, there are pieces of content that help us choose, but that personal touch is when we actually get fronted with the ability to make the decision, right? The ask. And you always say the task is to ask. I love that you say yeah. that. I quote you all the time. Oh, thank um, you. And and so to me, the content should be elevating the ability to choose. And oftentimes we'll, you know, depend on stock imagery or really simple content. And so I, I think as influencers, the better their content is from a, is this helping them make a choice, a decision? Yeah. I think that's the direction a creator should be looking because if it's just pretty and not useful, like in business, that's not really valuable other than yes. the heart's happy, but like we want to move an industry forward or an idea or a service forward in the community. And I do believe that more people could be more powerful with their influence if their content was aimed at helping people make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely the task is to ask and you help them to ask it the best way to maximize the results. Correct. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because the idea, it's not maximizing. If we're not maximizing our results, we're being a disservice to the people that need the product and service that we have to offer. And if we don't have somebody that can help us in finding that perfect market that mm -hmm. needs our product and service, then we're wasting our resources. And that's less people that we can ultimately help and the smaller difference that we're making in our community, which ultimately that's all of our individual goals as business owners, correct, Marcel? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you again for coming into studio. It's always a pleasure uh, to have you here with your smile, your humor, and of course, uh, your expertise in your business. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate your time. And please call the show if you would like to connect with either of my guests on the show today, Lynn or Marcel, both individually experts in arenas that can help you maximize your business results and maximize the difference that you're making in your community. You can call the show at 1-855-411-50 or you can go online to themoneyhour.com. And again, a big thank you uh, to both of you for coming into the show. 
Uh, Tina Mitchell here, your host and local mortgage expert. I have to sign off for the day, but enjoy the rest of your Saturday and your weekend. I look forward to being here again next weekend, same time, same place, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145-420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134 The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.